Who did you just bring into the pod with us, Tim? We have the chair from the Montgomery Brawl here to tell their side of the story. I can't stand it. Now, Jerm, would you like to interview the chair today? Yes, I'll interview the chair. Two, two, two. With two fat ninjas. Two. With just two, two. With two fat ninjas. Here talking, two fat ninjas, so you'll never catch us walking. Never walking, we be waddling and wobbling. Thanksgiving feast, we be gobble, gobble, gobbling. Gobble, gobble, gobbling with a soda on the side. Doctor hating on me cause my blood sugar's high. But you don't need a doctor to get knowledge put up in you. Welcome to the podcast, Two Fat Ninjas. Hello, everybody. It is your favorite two fat ninjas. I am the diabetic with the good rhetoric, Suge White. And I'm the tall, clumsy mofo that just hit his knee on this table, and I'm trying not to cuss because I'm told I need to clean up my language a little bit. I got to clean up my language some, too. All of it. Hey, you know what you don't have to clean up, though? What's that? What you don't have to clean up is the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The confusion around how old is JJ because hey let's give a big shout out no, no, no. to Germ he turned 30 yesterday that dirty 30 that dirty 30 mm, he is a full mm, grown grown mm, over the hill mm, adult I'm a real now. boy mm, hey mm, shout out to two fat ninjas because we have officially hit the 50 50 club we have hey, been in each other's lives for half our lives half now. of the life Dang, that's crazy, bro. Bro, 50. 50% of my life has been with your ass. And what I think 45% of that you've been diabetic. Shut up. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Jeez, I hate you. You know, I was staring at his eyes yesterday. Like, not to, like, just stare into his eyes, but I was just like, Pause. I was wondering if age might have fixed it, but it didn't. I hate you. <laughs> I hate nah. You. Germ is sus actually right now. He no, did something yesterday no, that I can't get It's your with. fault. I had to do it. We're gonna post a poll for this. It's your fault. I had to do it. So explain no. you explain your side first. I'll let so, you go first. I was sitting there grabbing a drink. He was standing. I was stand, that yes, right. I was grabbing a drink. And now I'm standing at the kitchen island. There's a table behind me. There's a little bit of walk space. There's walk space on the other side of the table. Germ, instead of just going around the table, goes around me. But he doesn't just go around me. He goes around me, and he just gently puts his hands on my hips, like right on the love handles. And when I say that I I just stopped what I was doing and perked up, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Get your hands off my hips. Now, let me explain. Uninterrupted. Uninterrupted. Let me explain what happened. So, number one. There's a little space between Tim and the table. On the other side of the table, there's no space because it's a wall and a mirror. On the other side of the island, there are two other people over there. So I say, Tim, I'm coming by you. Uh, watch out. 
as I say that, he don't move. So the part we agree on, I put my hand on his hips. Because when I said that, this motherfucker bends over and leans back to where his ass is going toward my pelvic area. And I grabbed his hips nope. and held them and moved out the way. And, I, and his, even his wife, when I said that, she was like, mm, and she backed away from you a little bit. Uh-huh. I only had to do that with the forceness of it because he was trying to put that thing on me, and I don't need that pressure. You ever tried to clap a diabetic from the back? All you hear is blood sugar, and that's all you smell. It's just diabetic air. Just no, he grabbed me so tenderly. It was so weird. I did not like how soft he touched me. He's like, don't you ever touch me that soft in your life ever again. So that, that did happen, though. I will admit, I did put my hand on his hips very gingerly. And then I did not dip. We dip. He did. I don't know words. <laughs> but uh, we've uh, got some. Uh, we we've got some good updates and some good conversation here for you. First, but we always start. Can I get that mental health check? Sure, can. Tell us how does it feel now that you've got that thirty-year-old serotonin and dopamine going through your brain? Honestly, a kind of double-edged sword a little bit. Really? Yeah. Cause Elaborate, one, B. Lou. Well, one, I'm. I made a deal with myself not to be where my brother was when he 30. Uh-huh. And I'm right where my brother was when he was 30. Uh-huh. So that been kind of hit me a little weird. Wait, which brother? The oldest one. He who we don't speak of. Okay, fair. And then, but I do like it though, because I feel like legit, I look back from where I came from, bro. I could be off a lot worse. Good. I could be off a lot worse. You really But I've had some good memories in my 20s. Good. Some bad ones, some good ones. Some race, different races, creeds, nationalities, religions. It's been a, it's been a roller coaster. What about you, Shug? I'm, I'm doing pretty good, honestly. I've been having a good week. I got to go disc golfing for the first time in a hey, long time. Shout out disc golf. Day. It was fun. There's a new course out at uh, Santa Fe Lake called Knockwood, and boy, we knocked a lot of wood because there were some holes Balls. where no, there were some holes where there were like 40 trees. So is it a, is it an, an endurance course or a technical course? Te- very technical. Like professionals could probably play this course and it would be challenging because there's a lot of holes where you have one, two lines to throw and that's all you're gonna get. Oh, uh, word. Yeah, dude. It was, it was tough. I wish I could enjoy it with you, but thanks to Joshua Englert, I can never enjoy disc golf the way I want to again. Shout out Josh. Yeah, shout Josh out Josh. Dimash. Shout out Josh, bitch boy mate. Hey, I got a, I got a fact. I was just of, kidding, Josh. I got a I fact love you. here for you though. What's that? Did you know? Oh, thank you very much, Anaya. I appreciate that. Where Mona? He's upstairs. No, no, he don't need one, Anaya. Okay, bye-bye. Hey, turn around and say hi to the camera, baby. Say hi to the camera. No, it's right there. It's right there. Move over this way. Move closer to me. We're saying hi to the young ones. You know, we we about the children. She brought me a beer, like I asked. We're about about the children. She she brought him a beer. Say hi. Hi. She brought him a nasty beer. He had me try that beer. All beer is gross. My name's Anaya. Yeah. And how old are you? Five. All right, that's good, sweetheart. You can go upstairs now. All beer is gross, but that beer is especially gross. Nah, this beer is wonderful. Yeah, I enjoy what it is it called for the people at home? What kind of beer is Yingling. it? Yingling. Look at the Yingling. Mm-hmm. He can't buffalo me right now. I cannot buffalo on the air. I felt like I needed a beer so I could just be real with y'all today. Oh, can I tell a story real quick? It was like three minutes. You absolutely can. Go for Bro, it. Bro, because Yingling reminded me, and, and I forgive me, but if you didn't like what I say, don't listen to the podcast. But uh, I was telling the story to my family member, I ain't going to say which one, about how the, we went to the Chinese buffet mm-hmm. and was beefing with the restaurant manager dude mm-hmm. over the receipt. 
and when I tell her, and this is how I know it's a different generation, she goes, did he not know what you said? Do you understand words come out of my mouth? She did that, bro. No. I was like, oh, my God. She did the That's exactly what she oh, said. Oh, hell no. I'm like, you can't do that. No, you can't. Bro, I cut that story off so quick. And that, that, that last generation is different. Oh, yeah. That's how it is for black people, though. I wonder how, like, the older white generation is. Because, like, as black, black dudes, the younger black generation, mm-hmm. We just so different from our older generation in the sense of like how they tolerance and stuff. Yeah. I wonder what that's like from a Caucasian perspective, Hispanic perspective. We should ask somebody one we day. We should maybe ask somebody one our, day. Maybe our next Caucasian interview, we'll get them on here and ask them, what's that racial barrier been like for like how your family grew up in the world compared to how you grew up Dude. in the world and how they carry themselves racially and amongst other races? That would be such an interesting conversation to have. That'd be that'd be dope, but okay. I'm sorry, I just, that just popped no, in my head. Intrusive that was, that thoughts. Was nowhere weird. near three minutes. That was like not even a minute. I don't feel you, like you sound just like my first girlfriend. Can you not bring up those memories like that, please? Listen, three minutes in doggy style is 21 minutes in dog minutes. So mm. never feel bad if you're not fast, kings. You got this. I got a random fact for you. Random facts. Turtles can breathe out their ass. I promise I, di- I didn't know he was going to say that. I didn't. Why? You got to elaborate. You got to so, elaborate, Bilu. It's a hibernation thing. So basically, you know, turtles, they can obviously stay underwater for very long periods of time, but they got to come up to breathe because they, they have do, lungs. They, they, are, they underwater. They underwater. They, they, underwater. Got the, they got the water. They got water powers. They uh, But because they are underwater, water. what ends up happening here is like in the wintertime when it freezes over, obviously, they butts, can't come up for air and that's what they do while they're hibernating. They breathe through their butt. So it's ass breathing, like Demon Slayer. They be like turtle ass breathing, sleep long style. I don't fucking know. I just it, animals amaze me of how well they adapt when the world changes. Right, like the duck and the corkscrew penis. Yes, like that especially. Like you were raping the ducks, so they built a way for you to stop raping them. So you just decided to build a way to get around their anti-rape. Yep, literally female ducks evolved to where. Male ducks could no longer force themselves on them. And then the male ducks said, all right, I'm going to just make my dick corkscrew then. And that's what happened. You look it up if you don't believe us. It's ducks an actual thing. Corkscrew penises. Mm-hmm. I learned something today. Do you want to know what I learned today, Germ? How to walk with one leg. But what else? I swear, if I could go get the Alabama brawl chair right now and smack your eye correct, I would. <laughs> What'd you learn, Tim? That uh, there actually is, technically in the Pokemon series, there is a banned Pokemon. And do you want to know what Pokemon that is? What? It's Porygon. For the anime only. And the reason why is when Porygon debuted, initially there were like 200 kids in Japan that apparently had seizures because the effects and everything for it sent them into like an epileptic seizure. And then so some news company decided, you know what? I'm going to talk about this there. And so they re-aired that clip and showed it. And then like 2,000 more kids had seizures. Really? Yeah, they made it worse because of that. So like Porygon, that's the reason why you don't really see them in the anime because they were causing seizures to people. At all. And Porygon of all thing. I mean, if Porygon was doing it, don't you ever play Cyberpunk or play or watch Cyberpunk Edgerunners because your ass going to be toast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I... Yeah, I, I learned that the hard way. Bro, so many flashing lights and colors. It's too much. 
it's too much. It'll get you going. Especially because I watched it at night, and then I went outside, and it was daylight still because I didn't realize it because mm-hmm. it wasn't nighttime. That show just had me in trance like it was, you know you know what I mean, when you're in a good movie. Bro, it'd be like that. Dude, it was it was intense. That's but real quick, we at Two Fat Ninjas on a serious note have sent our thoughts and prayers to Hawaii because yes. Hawaii on fire, y'all. Yes, man. Scotland's burning. That's a song, but Hawaii is on fire. It's Scotland's burning is a reference to a song. No, M- music teacher moment. I'm, I'm making a, a song parody in my head, and it's a bad thing. I shouldn't say it, so I'm you, not you going should. to. Mm-mm. But we thoughts and yes. prayers toward the island folk. I saw Oprah was. I didn't. Oprah but not was like the island boys. Y'all need to go. somewhere. Yeah, they need to go on somewhere. Your time has passed, bro. I hate when people don't use their fame to set up themselves for mm-hmm. better. And then they try desperately to cling on to it. It's like, bro, you really out here making out with your brother, trying to stay famous still? Like, gross. It's weird. Like, because you only don't have to do worse things. Exactly. Like, like, you know that, remember that dude whose neck was super thick? His neck looked like a big toe? Bro, and then he just started doing um, videos with all the other weird body people. Like yep. Like, the, the long neck kid that was, like, super skinny. The dude who can make his eyes look like they're popping out. Yep. He in jail now, though. Is he? Yeah. Like... I just don't understand when you get your chance to come up out of it. Why don't you come up out of it? What What does his sentence look like? I don't know. I just I just read of him going to prison. Is it pretty long? Shut. Are they giving him a wide berth in there? Oh my gosh. Anyway, you know the walls are thick in prison. Tim. Yes. If someone came in on the podcast right there, do you know they would probably have to turn that off for the children? Speaking. Of coming in on the podcast, we have a special guest today to introduce to you. Let me let me go get him real quick. Jeremy, you keep talking. What? Keep talking. What you mean? We got a special guest. This, I don't think it's a person. Just keep going. Okay. Oh, this is this is putting me on the spot, y'all. He didn't tell me about anything at all, at all. So, uh, I don't I don't want to talk about some of the stuff when you're not here though. Oh, I will talk about one thing, though. I can't stand your ass. I can't stand you. Who's our special guest, Tim? Please, let the let the people who can't see this know that special guest you just brought into the oh, room. Oh, I'm going to let them know. Who did you just bring into the pod with us, Tim? We have the chair from the Montgomery Brawl here to tell <laughs> their side of the story. Now, Jerm, would you like to interview the chair For those of you who can't today? see, the chair is in front of his face. <laughs> no, I, I, I am the chair. But so tell me what it was like, man. Like, what happened? Like, what, what made you decide to just be a part of this? Honestly, I don't even know. Like, I didn't plan to be there. I wasn't out on that dock. Like, I was on the boat. Next thing I knew, brother man picked me up and said, hey, we about to go do this charity. And I was like, all right. So, yeah. so when you saw what was happening... Were you like, yeah, let's go hit somebody? You were happy for them? Or were you like, nah, you ain't trying to be a part of this? Well, I know that, you know, normally when someone like me is thrown, that can easily start a nigga moment. But Wait, what, what's, a, what's, a, what's a nigga moment? Basically, a nigga moment is when you just get two, at least two niggas just being ignorant as hell with each other and fighting out of nowhere. And so usually if you in the club, it don't matter what song is playing. If somebody throw a chair in the middle of the group, everybody going like, hands get to throwing but in this instance hands was already thrown so brother said i'm coming in swinging and he was swinging so how does it feel that you are now officially a weapon amongst the black community you know 
people, you know, a lot of people, they say you got to give people their flowers while they're still here. And I'm getting my flowers while I'm still here. Big guy, I see myself in all the videos right now. Like, they loving me. They made a song about me. They, you, got a, you got a song? They you, got go... a, you know, the Montgomery Brawl. Uh, you, you be bumping that? They be, I be bumping it, man. Like, they ain't doing the electric slide no more. Ain't no more musical chairs. It's mystery chairs. As in, it's a mystery how many chairs it's going to take to take you down. So we uh, asked for questions that people would want to ask the Montgomery chair if we ever got them on the show. So here's the first question. So, Mr. Montgomery chair, number one, thank you for what you've done for us. You truly have revolutionized us. Absolutely. But two, uh, if I pick up a chair and another person pick up a gun and my chair don't want to fight, what, what's the next step? All chairs is always about fighting. Like, I mean, it depends. Like, if it's like a plastic chair, you know, they, they fold kind of easily. But me, <laughs> I'm made from the same leather as black air forces. So, like, I'm good. I don't give a damn about guns. So, so somebody pull a gun out on you, you're you going to be cool with that? Hey, bullet holes only make me better. More aerodynamic. I cut through like a tennis racket then. What if somebody pick up a chair and they little bitch? What you gonna do about that? Because you can't be being willed by no little well, bitch, <laughs> JP. <laughs> what ends up happening then is the chair will probably get taken from them, and then I'm a dog your ass. Like I take no sides. I only take faces. This man is really talking as a chair. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate you answering a few of my questions, Mister Chair. Hey, it's no problem. No problem. It's if I ain't got no face, so I don't know where you're talking to me at, but. <laughs> No, the thing about that, number one, shout out to, because uh, I was going to ask, that was a perfect transition. Shout out to, let me see his name, Nathaniel Alexander. Alexander, the man who invented the folding chair. Man, if he could see us now. Bro, bro don't realize what he truly did. He would he be proud. Did. But about that brawl thing, you know there are people defending, saying that those people weren't being racist. I mean, racist or not, they were still being assholes. Like, they needed to move their fucking boat. So, I read this, and I actually looked up a piece of it. But uh, this lady on TikTok was like, for those of you who think this isn't racist, the people went to the hospital afterwards and were upset at them having black medical professionals helping them, calling them out of their names and stuff. And the police give them the option, because they call the police on the hospital for some reason. Mm -hmm. They give them the option of, well, you can be treated by these people you don't like, or you go home. And they went home. Well, here's here's where I get with that. I almost don't blame them there, because they probably have trauma now. Like, they got their ass whooped, and all they probably saw was black. Mm -hmm. Like, they closed their eyes. They're going to start spazzing mm -hmm. now. You're right. You're right. You're but right. at the same time, you know... Don't fuck around. And don't like, find out. And they found out. And they found you, out. You want to know something really funny about the Montgomery Ball? It's a stat that people have uh, brought up and discovered. What's that? So Jason Aldean's Try That in a Small Town. Mm -hmm. Actually, after the Montgomery Ball had, or Ball Brawl, had the biggest drop ever in like the top Billboard 100 off of it. It was at like spot 34 i think because it was initially spot number one and then taylor swift knocked it way down and one shout of out songs, taylor swift she looked like a horse but shout once out the montgomery swift. brawl happened it fell completely out of the top 100 because it's like yeah you tried it in the, i mean it's not a small town but because it's alabama we're gonna say it is you tried it in a small town and you found out you couldn't see i really need to listen to this song because i have heard controversial moments for it's me, a very controversial song for me, and i don't know why for me it's not really the song 
that is the problem. The problem is the video more than anything. The way it looks. What it look like. So I'm gonna I'm gonna show it here to you. I'm gonna. Yeah, but we gonna he gonna pull it up because I honestly don't know. I I don't be keeping up with that kind of I'm stuff. I'm gonna let you see it here. I'm gonna let you see it. I'm sure most of y'all have already seen it. I've actually been in a country music kick lately though. Like my country music game is getting up. I'm just trying to keep my daughters off the pole and ain't my son no out of jail. I see trying songs like that in the Montgomery Ball. So this is how I get right here. This is what Hello? I be feeling ready for. What the fuck? Germ, 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 germ. Tim. Germ. No. Germ. Put it, no. Germ. What? Germ. Tim. Germ. What? It's a BB gun. Bro. I don't give a fuck. Don't just be pulling out a blick <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> this man really just got strapped. <laughs> I've been waiting to pull that out the whole time. Oh club. my god! Can I can I touch it? Yeah, like I said, it's a BB gun, bro. Damn the thing, heavy as hell. I know if it's got weight, not like. Is this real how gun real guns feel? I've never held or shot a real gun. You want to hold my gun later? No, no, I don't want to hold your damn gun. No, my my pistol, you, like my nine mil. For everybody in the podcast, will you please write to Timothy Suge White? Nope, Timothy, fuck Suge White right now, and tell him that germs clumsy dumbass do not need to hold a real I gun. I don't keep bullets in the gun. Will you please tell them that if there's a will, there's a way, and Jeremy will shoot himself. I press no a button. Bullets. I pull the trigger, and the firing pin just happened to bing, and now look, my shit look like Lance Armstrong. Fair. I thought you just wanted to feel the weight. That's all. No, see, it's it's definitely heavier than this. That's this, crazy. This is a replica, basically. It's a replica of a Beretta. And I recently got I got to buy a few things there for it, but I mainly got this to shoot the small critters that be in my backyard sometimes, like fucking raccoons and skunks because my dogs have been skunked twice and next time I see one I'm putting one between its eyes. Damn coons. But you 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 can go back to the video here. Sorry, no, I'm sorry just, about that. Tim just tried to blick me. I'm going to watch this. You talk about Man. something while I watch this. Man, another crazy thing that got missed somewhat in the news. So there is a Wendy's where there is a manager who is being looked for now because they invented a whole ass employee that didn't actually work there and was getting a salary. And basically they ended up stealing $20,000 from Wendy's because of that because they were fake reporting. And so now they can't, they might have found them here now, but they couldn't find this person after inventing ghost employees there. And I thought that was straight up crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still laughing about the gun thing. April told me not to do it, but I'm like, I got to because I know he is just going to flip out. But see, you watching that video and the, the thing about that video that gets me is like, it feels like everything they're saying is like, you know, they're like, oh, you know. Not uh, not all of that is rioting. Some of that is actually protesting. And they're just like, oh, you're going to protest here? <laughs> Try that in a small town. It's vigilantism at its finest is really what it is. And it's just like, um, you need to leave that to the police. Like, just because you're in a small town does not mean that you get to just shoot people because you see them doing something wrong. That is the police's job. Like, for me, that's what that song spreads. They're like, Try that in a small town. See how far you make it down. And it's just like... What you're saying is, we're going to shoot you. Who's in charge of these people's like? Somebody got to start going over these videos with the common sense of common Whoever people. Whoever made this video did poorly for him, and he should have fired. I hope he fired him for that, because it's like, you should have thought twice about like, that. Here's my thing I just got from this video. It's like the little subliminal things. Mm -hmm. When it was a moment of, and I could be wrong, I didn't watch all of it, but I just watched the majority of that. When it was a moment of protesting for a cause that people would deem okay mm -hmm. like you know when the rioting of the police officers were there and stuff yeah 
they were Caucasian people fighting back. Yeah. But then you see the robber come in to rob the store and the man defend himself and it's black kids. Mm-hmm. Like that, it's like that kind of mentality throughout that whole video. Yeah, exactly. Like when it was a criminal doing something toward someone who needed justice, it was the black criminal, white justice person. When white it's the savior. citizen being oppressed by the by the power, like the police, mm-hmm. it was a white man need to fight back. Let him cook. It's just like little things like that, and somebody be like, "No, you reading too deep into it." Am I though? No, I don't think you are at all. And it's just like, it's the imagery of a lot of the things there, too, that they don't think about. Apparently, that building, from what I've been told, that building is a building where people that's in the background is the building where black people used to get lynched at. So it's just like, again, you are projecting the wrong thing here. And it's funny, people, I've actually heard people who are for country mu- music talk back against this song. Like, you know, I hate it when country took this turn of patriotism and guns and all this other shit there because it's like they're like after 9-11 country music changed and it became all about being a patriot and everything there and they're like you know initially country music was made like for outlaws it was like literally outlaw country is a thing it was made for you know the rough rough riding people there the people out there in the frontier and so it just became this whole different thing it was made for people who were not like pro-government Initially, it also, turned into that. This is a public service announcement from Just German Incorporated. Yeah, yeah. Stop hating music for progressing and changing. If the cultures are changing, the times and the people are changing, the music is going to change. Hip hop is not always going to sound like Ooh. what you hear is not a test. I'm rapping to the beat. It's me, my boy Tim, and it's German. We gonna make it move your feet. It ain't always gonna sound like that. It might sound like somebody is like it might get hip hop. It might yeah. get some like little Uzi Vert. Don't I'm not a big fan Uzi of a Bert. lot of Uzi Vert's music. Some of it, I'm like, what the hell he's saying? I don't like any of his music. Hey, some of it's pretty good. Nah, I want to punch that man in his soul, Jim. Just that man got there. the ultimate quote. He said, "I'm five six, but when I stood on my money, I was six five. Once again, proof that having money can make anything be realized. What? Short kings, short I believe kings. all short kings deserve love. Stand on your money, kings. Get your inches. Get, I'm telling you, do not lose use little Uzi Vert as your motivation of how you get women. Yeah. Because if little Uzi Vert didn't have all that money like that, he would not have nearly as many women. And don't use poop knives, people. Uh, what? That's another thing I found out about recently. So there's... Random fact number two. Things that are in some people's houses and cultures, they keep poop knives in the bathroom and what it's for oh, if you drop a big ass turd that's not going down you cut it into little chunks and then it's just like well what do you do with the knife afterwards are you just washing the shit off in the sink or like are you supposed to just wipe it off with toilet paper yeah, that's and then nasty. I looked up the product and something like it's dishwasher safe and I'm like if you put a fucking poop knife in your dishwasher you need help you need a lot more than help. You just need a whole new house. Like, don't get me wrong. I be dropping some large ones, but I ain't never been like, hmm, let me cut this bitch up. Like, no, this this ain't no Coke out here. We ain't, we ain't. Hey, one time I took a poop and it felt like my I was pooping the preamble. Like I was pushing, going, we the people in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty through ourselves right, and our Kendrick. posterity. Do ordain or establish this constitution for the United States of America. Boom. I just dropped that shit. He was looking at his mic and me at the same time. I hate weird. you. I hate you so much. So we got a we got a little uh a comment here 
that on our last episode, on our last episode, Germ caught a little flack. Oh my goodness. Germ caught a little flack because he's talking about big girls. Oh my goodness. And how, tell me, Germ, how you feel about it. I do not appreciate when there's a promotion of unhealthy big women being supported. See, he said women. Sexist. Only women. He don't care about it for men. Only when it's women. You're a terrible person, Germ. In the context of the conversation, we were talking about Lizzo and her backup dancers that are all what? Females. Nope. You said women. You're canceled now. So we were in the context of the thing. How dare you assume their genders? Oh, my goodness. So I, I doubled down on what I said. I said what I said. And if I need to say it in Spanish, dijo que lo dijo. I said what I said. Unhealthy plus size women should not be supported. Unhealthy Ooh. plus size anything should not be supported. He said not supported. Here we go. So you know what I'm talking about in no, health. No bras for their big this. old breasts. This no, is why. No big and tall clothes. Damn, Germ. You just saying put them you. in a box, huh? This is why I hate you. Is that what you want? No, I is am that talking what we're about doing in the context here? of them being unhealthy. God. I don't mind big women. It's the unhealthiness of As the, long as of, you can't see them or hear them, right? You know what? I hope you fall. I, I already did. Fall. And it was for that lady upstairs. I hope you fall. I did. And bounce down a flight of stairs. Oh, and I when ain't you bounce, land, I'm crashing. I hope you land, and when you land, it feel like you just got a mammogram on your man titties. It would be a mammoth gram. You made this joke last episode. And I'm going to make it every episode because it's still true, you fat bitch. Damn. Trying to get me in trouble. Oh, I see. It's because I'm a fat bitch. That's why Here you he like go. Me. It uh, all you know comes full circle. I'm not talking about this anymore. Circle. Anyway. It comes full circle. Anyway, I saw a problem because uh, we're doing fantasy football, yes. which I'm excited for. Yes. It's been a while. But the terrible, terrible depreciation of running backs is becoming apparent to the max. Who's becoming apparent? Is it Russell Wilson again? Because I think I heard of their values. And Man. it's because the game is changing. It's a very pass-first league. It is. I think you just have to turn the corner again to where passing becomes so elite that they spread the field and they're not using as many on the line. They need more people to cover to where the running game is going to come back again. I mean, the running game has honestly been progressing in a way of for years here now. I mean, there's basically hardly any other – backs in the league anymore you know we used to have tailbacks wingbacks fullbacks i mean some teams still have fullbacks but they don't really have them anymore it's just running back committees then there's no fullbacks there's no tailbacks wingbacks anymore there it's just or they call them split backs i hear split backs, split backs. but it's just like They've been getting rid of it. There's less and less people. You know, back in the day, you watch a game, you might catch three motherfuckers in the backfield. Yep. You don't see that no more. Yep. Uh, Wildcat formation. Tim mm-hmm. Tebow. That Tebow formation, that Tebow, boy. That Tebow T-bone. But, oh, wait. Uh, I bring this up because of the, they're depreciating, right? Yes. Going, the only, like, give me five running backs in the league right now that are still relevant enough to be – Christian about. McCaffrey. You can't go against Lord McCaffrey. You can't go against Lord McCaffrey. King um, Henry. King Henry, yeah, but he's also very old, so he's like, he's fringe right hey, now. He got Will Nevis now, though. Like, it's not just King Who? Henry. Will, Will Nevis? Levis. Will and, and Will can play. He, I mean, he, he ain't perfect, but Will can throw. Bro, Tannehill's still the, art, uh, still the QB1. 
Really? Yep. Man, I put Will. Daniel I'm going to say, because in that draft class that just happened, Will was supposed to be four. He was. He was and he didn't go to the second round. Mm-hmm. He got the biggest chip. I feel like in the next five years. And his girl knew it. Yep. Next five years, he'll be uh, Pro Bowl, and he'll have at least two playoff wins. Maybe. I could see that. I, I, AFC Championship? Eh, I don't know about that. He might, man. That man, that boy can play. He got Titan, guts. Titans got some work they're going to have to put in for that because once Henry is gone, their run game is gone. And right now they got Hopkins and Traylon Burks, and I think Hurt Burks is honestly about to emerge, but Hopkins is on his way out, you know. Just, like, I'm, I'm sorry. I love you, Tannehill. You got to go, man. He does. Like, here's my thing. Tannehill is the Kirk Cousins of the AFC because here's what he's going to do. He's going to give you some good stats. He's going to play the way he needs to play. He's going to get you to the playoffs, and then he's going to lose. Every time? Every time. He's going to lose a lot of big games to count because that's just that's the effect that he has there. But Okay, uh Controversial question. Who yep. deserves a second chance in the league more? Cam Newton, Colin Kaepernick. I'm honestly going to say Cap on this one. Agreed. I, here's the thing. As a Patriots fan, I, I lost my kind of my respect for Cam just because I'm like, you know, I really had a lot of hope for him when he first became my quarterback. He looked good, but he just digressed. So, Or sorry, not digressed. He just went down so quickly like he just wasn't even looking good oh did you hear the reason uh so cam newton came out with his reason that he believes he got fired from the patriots because he had control of the locker room instead of mac jones yep and he wasn't number one quarterback Mm -hmm. what i mean people like cam don't get me wrong he's got good energy and good charisma but it's like you got to know when to step down and that just wasn't him cam for years and don't get me wrong i believe cam newton works very hard but yeah. I think he plateaued. I think it's just he hit that moment where it's like you're not going to get any better than what you are. Like quarterbacks are such freaks of nature now to where it's like he's a quarterback of a bygone era. It's not like he was a consistently good quarterback of his – he had that one really good year, an okay year, and then he just fell off hard. He made the Super Bowl, didn't he? He made the Super Bowl. And he lost in the Super Bowl. And he has not looked the same since that season. I think – I think – in my opinion, because I believe Cam is an athlete and Cam is professional, mm-hmm. so he came to work to get better and every day. But injury and then that mm-hmm. mental of man, I made like Chris Paul. Yeah. Chris Paul is addicted to the finals now. I don't know why he went once, but same with Cam Newton. Like once you get to that that epitome part, yep. you just want to live there all the time. I don't think Cam got over the mental block of it. It's like the I made it, so you can't say I'm bad. But it's just like, you absolutely can. You know who else made it to a Super Bowl? Nick fucking Foles. Facts. And he won it. And guess what? Nick Foles is fucking dog water. Right after that, he had that those couple good games. And that was it. And sometimes that's just it. You're going to have your time. And the sun is done. Cam, even back then, I will say Cam was never on the level of Josh Allen. People call Josh Allen all the time Cam Newton, but I'm like, he's better than Cam Newton. I agree. Josh Allen makes accurate passes. And yes. because he's so large of a man, Paul, mm-hmm. but like large people, Cam wasn't throwing like that. Cam could throw, but he wasn't throwing like Not Josh. accuracy. He ain't throwing like Josh. Josh is slanging that thing. Slanging that thing. And like Josh hits people in stride. Oh. Yes, he does. Like In Jalen, we trust. In Jalen, we absolutely trust. Unless but. they're playing the Chiefs or the Chargers, then we don't like Jalen. Nah, I still have a, I have a hard time even 
wanting Josh Allen to lose when he plays the Patriots. I just I like him too much. I, yeah, I like, like me some Josh Allen. He, he's just a nice guy. He's humble. Like he's like Mahomes. Like I can't. You can't hate Mahomes. If you hate Mahomes, you really are just a hater. Because it's like not only is the dude good, but he's super humble. You don't hear him talking shit. You don't see him fucking with people on the field. Like Mahomes celebrates. He's like, yeah, we did it. High five. He gets off the field. He's not starting fights. Like even when he was should have been frustrated as hell in that Super Bowl with the way he was getting just his shit peeled back by the Buccaneers defense. He still wasn't going off on people. Yeah. We are going to go into a very quick snack break. Germ, you know what to do. After these messages, we'll be right. We can't finish that. These we'll get messages. We can't finish it. We'll get sued. Uh, damn it. God, it's just so gross in these headphones hearing him do that. Uh, but we'll catch you all in a bit. Guess who's back. 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 Back again, back and again. Too too fat, too too fat. Ninja men, ninja men. Guess who's men. back? Cause ninja we're black ninja and we're fat. Jams and snacks. We had a good thing going, and you just had to ruin it. Yep, just like your eye does when you're looking in traffic. You know what? I hope never mind. I'm not even gonna say that. Welcome back to part two of the power today. Welcome back. We're gonna get nerdy now, people. Get nerdy with it. I got an anime recommendation out there nerdy for those of you who aren't watching it right now. Get nerdy it's with it. It's one of the hyper ones out right now, and truthfully, I like it a lot for the air that goes along with it. It's called Zom One Hundred. Zom 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 One Hundred One Hundred One. Basically, zombie apocalypse happens. Hey. This guy's working a dead end job, hey. and he actually is happy that the zombie apocalypse hey. happened because it means he doesn't have to go I back to his job. And it's it's so hey. bad where he would spend like five days at work hey. and never get to go home. So he didn't even get to live hey. his life. But the zombie apocalypse happened. So an old boy writes a bucket list of things he wants to do during the apocalypse there that he never got to do because he spent years just grinding away. So like he's like, I want a game all day. And so he's like, I'm going to go out and get a TV and everything during said apocalypse like he just it's a lot of that that he has going on there and i i appreciate it because it's funny there's not a lot of action like there's action scenes but nothing like nothing's happened so far where it's like whoa wait they look how they killed that zombie it's just it's funny it's good and it's weird because they do all these weird colors in the show so like you'll see like the zombies have like fucking breath coming out of their mouth and shit and it'll be like pink or green and stuff. So it's just it's just real colorful. It pops for the eyes. I like it a lot. So I recommend watching it. You got one from them, Germ? Uh, mine is an anime. Mine is a video game. So Ooh. my nerdy moment. And uh, <clears throat> this is for those fellas that low-key y'all like organizing stuff, but y'all don't want to say it because y'all think it's not quote-unquote manly. Or if you're looking for a game for your girl, like y'all, to enjoy together, I got Tim and April on it. Shout out Mary put me on. Y'all got to play House Flipper. It is... It's just a fun game to sit down and do with, just hang out, watch, and relax with. You go through exactly what it and sounds whales like. whales in your house. You, <laughs> it's exactly what it sounds like. You fix up the house. You decorate it. You can tear down walls and remodel it how you see fit. And it's a good way if you like trying to decorate a room but you don't have the money or don't have that vision. You can mm-hmm. just decorate it in the game and go buy the same stuff in real life. Oh, We know you don't have that vision. I really shut up. I just caught that, but I really don't, bro. I'm so bad with decorating. 
It's all good. I'm man. so bad with decorating. So hey. like House Flipper, ten out of ten recommend. Go watch it on YouTube. Surprise your lady with it. You're gonna get that Glock Glock in the Lock Lock three thousand squared mm-hmm. if you do. She'd be like, damn, I love the way you tile them floors. Bro, what? Bro. Screw them outlets in, dog. Them outlet hey, they be hiding them outlets, so you, you gotta look sometimes. You gotta look. But yeah, it's it's been a good game. We've been playing a lot. I've actually gotten really into it. I didn't think I'd be into that kind of game, but I actually enjoy it because it, like I just focus on it and I drown everything else out. It's like it's not online, so there's like no toxicity. I don't have to deal with this motherfucker and his shit playing online. Like it's just I ten out of ten recommend. Easy. It's good. Uh can I ask you a question? I got a question. You got a question. I got a question. Go I need right to know how you feel about I don't know how to say his name right. Stephen Amell? Stephen Amell. Is it Stephen Amell? Mm-hmm. So that guy, Green Arrow, right? Yeah. Do you see his comments about the strike? What did he say? Wait, which strike? The writer's strike. Mm-hmm. He's not a fan of it, which I, I see his point, though, because he poured his heart and soul into a show uh-huh. that he's trying to build up. Yeah. But now he can't do nothing because the writer's on strike, mm-hmm. and it's cost him. But, man, people are coming for him because of his, he's saying how he don't, he don't support the strike. Are you saying he failed the city? Oh, yes. That was a good one. That was, but, that was a good one. But honestly, he, how, how do you feel about that? Like, what's your take? Because he got a point. I'm not making money on the product that I wanted to invest in because this is the way we are choosing to deal with the situation. I mean, I get it. I understand his frustration there. I mean, right? you're pouring money into it. You put time into it. And it's not turning out because of something that's not – your fault it's more of a the overall system but i mean that's anything man like you gotta just kind of roll with that think about all the businesses that and all the restaurants for example that opened up and then COVID clapped us and they shut down we had a really good burger place here there was a chain called burger fi that opened up right before yep right, right before, before COVID. And it was good too and COVID came because they had the wagyu beef oh and COVID came and just clapped oh, them, and it was gone. Daddy, chill. And it's just like, it's it's unfortunate that that's happening while you're making your show, but that's just what you're going to have to deal with, man. Like, it's not like it won't ever get resolved, because I tell you what, right now, they're going to have to do something. They're going to, like, the fact that they've been on strike this long, they're going to have to do something, because if they continue pushing out some of the crap that they're doing because they don't have them, it's going to be a problem and don't turn to AI please because it's going to be a problem. They, you know, they already are trying to like get extras to allow them to pay them one time to be like scanned by an AI pretty much so that they can use them over and over again without them having to report to work again. That's why we keep burping, bro. I don't know. Probably because that nasty ass beer, but that's trifling. But my, my thing is this man voiced how he felt. So now the people, the writers that are also on strike, won't, don't want to write for anything he does. So now he just basically just he can't get a job anymore. Well, I mean, again, it's one of those things. We live in a society where free speech is, you know, uh, it's a right. You can say whatever it is that you want, and people can't tell you you can't say it. Or rather, they can't stop you from saying it. But that doesn't mean there's no consequences to what you say. Like, he said it, and, like, yeah, you're losing money, but the writers are, too. You know, they're not working. They're not getting paid to write anything right now. They're not making any money. They're not just doing it because they're like, fuck it, I don't want to work. They're doing it because they want to be respected and given the credit that they need to be given. I just think we need to change the Constitution to only one rule. Say that again. Change the Constitution to only one rule. You have the right to fuck around and find out. 
Amen, brother. You have a right to see what consequences come with your actions. Because if you see here, if you come on the x-axis and add the y, we're going to do the slope right here. And you're going to see that when you fuck around, you will equally find out. Facts. Also, can we start up because school's starting up. Also, school's starting up, so y'all pray for me. I got to go back to being the best nope. stepdad from 9 to 420 for kids. Who He's parents. transparent. For kids whose parents don't give a damn. Can we please ban the Pythagorean theorem from school? You don't use that shit in real life, bro. Can we just sign a petition to get that out of the curriculum? Yeah, fuck Pythagoras. If you're not an engineer major and taking that level to where you got to Pythagorize your theorems to find the slope of the intercept of the equation to carry the 1 times 2.1415. No, that's not positive. 3.14. You, we don't need that shit. I have never once used Pythagorean theorem. You know what I did use? What? A computer to figure out how to file a fucking loan. Nobody Man. taught me that. Hey, you know what? I bite my thumb at you, sir. I bite my thumb at math, bro. You Some of that. that stuff is stupid. No kid, and I stand by this, no kid in high school needs to take physics unless they're going to pursue that career. In European schools, because Ebba told me, your mm -hmm. senior year that we shout have out senior Ebba. year, shout out Ebba, you go pick what trade you want to go into mm -hmm. and you spend your summer senior year taking the basics of that trade you're going into yeah why can't we do something like that because this is america but no y'all want me to teach some kids some hard shit from 1600 that they ain't ever going to use i ain't teaching that child that all i can say uh, shit what i was gonna say um like nobody well i'm not saying nobody if someone can name five baroque composers with name five baroque composers right now tim I can tell you about my Baroque account. Thank you. Thank you. But that's the part you want to sit there and make me learn for a whole semester is learn the is, history is of all Beethoven these motherfuckers. One? No, Beethoven's his own era. Beethoven is like his Bach. own thing. Bach. Okay. Bach is the, is the head dude of the Baroque. Crescendo. 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 Ludwig. I'm just, I'm just. Is it Ludwig? Sorry. Yes, it's Ludwig von Beethoven. Oh, that's still Beethoven? Oh, random Beethoven fact. This is how you know Beethoven was. No, it's either Mozart or Beethoven. I think it's Beethoven. One. I think it's Beethoven. This is how you know he that dude. Mm -hmm. The very last thing he wrote, if she, now I need to go back and make sure it ain't Mozart. He was deaf, bro. He That's couldn't. So he Beethoven. wrote it and was doing it, mm -hmm. and somebody had to come up and tap him when he was done because he didn't know the music was over. Everybody was applauding for the beautiful piece that he wrote deaf. He never heard it, and people are going crazy stupid for him, and he didn't know it was finished. They had finished playing. He it. just stared at a bunch of dead eyes, like. No, nah, he was because you faced the you faced mm -hmm. the org, uh, musicians, but he was so into it they had to come down and tap and be like, "Hey, bro, we finished. What hey, the you fuck done. you doing? You done the keyboard smoking? Imagine you that goaded, dog. Bro, that's just what he was. You ain't never heard at all what you wrote down, and you just that motherfucker. It's like that. What is it? The um the meme that has a uh, what's his name? Uh, oh God, Elton John playing the piano and it's like on fire. Yeah. And he's just like, that was Beethoven. Dude, it's just, uh, the drama in music history, drama in music history is, is interesting, though. It's real. It's real, if real, If only real. they teach, learn to teach interesting toward people, maybe more people would go to college and, you know, see the point and how to learn, how to communicate to people. But anyway, let me stop before I get on my high horse. Nah, you all good. You nah, all good. I will pop the F off about the education system. As long as you ain't popping cherries. Because it's, it's stupid, Tim. Bro. You know, a lot of people we listen to, do any, people got kids that listen to us, right? Uh, elementary, middle, or high? Probably, yeah. Probably. JP probably got about 15 of them out there. At least 15. 15 JP of them. JP ain't listening to us no more. 15 of them. 
at my school, they gave us a training, and it's like, here's what you need to do to make kids engaged to where they aren't being assholes all the time. Mm-hmm. And you know how they teach it to you? Oh. You sit there and watch a lady click slides. So you're going to tell me how to engage students by doing it in the way that is the problem. You're not showing me and experiencing what I need to do. Like hands-on training at a job, mm-hmm. you do the job. You go through it with them, and they talk you through it. But we just gonna sit here and click some fucking slides, and then you expect me to go teach little asshole Johnny, whose daddy just left him for some drugs, and but you want me to teach him uh, place value, bitch? How am I gonna do that? Click some slides. Why you gotta talk about little Johnny's daddy like that? I don't know. It was the first name that came to my head. I'm sorry. I got a brother named Johnny. And fuck Johnny. Yeah. Fuck the shadow man. But go ahead, Tim. My, my no, blood pressure no, up. No, I need you to drink some water. I need some water. Your blood sugar ain't up. But uh, you'll know the signs. There's a comic book coming out here, a new story. I don't know if a lot of you heard about this, but it's called Spider-Man Reign. Spider-Reign, And basically, it's a, it's a story in the future where Spider-Man is an old man. He's given up being Spider-Man just because he his heart wasn't in it anymore. He just, he'd lost everybody important to him. He was done. The bad guys won and took over there. You find out that, like, Venom is actually controlling everything through, like, corporations. But... Here's the thing that Spider-Man Reign is most known for. See, the way that Mary Jane died, the wasn't the Scorpion who got her. Green Goblin didn't gank her. It wasn't Dr. Octopus. Spider-Man is the one who killed her. Oh, and shoot. The way it happened is prolonged Spoilers. exposure to radiation. And it's heavily implied. Uh-oh. Basically, he exposed her to the radiation Uh-oh. through his bodily fluids. That's what he says. He gave her too much dick. He gave her that radioactive nut, and that's what killed her. Oh and my God. Marvel is making a sequel to this story. It's like, hey, who said we needed a sequel to the story where Spider-Man kills his girlfriend with radioactive cum? Well, guess what? Oh You're getting God. it anyways. Everybody's so creative. He nutted her to death. He nutted her to death. Literally. That's crazy. Ain't that wild? Dang, imagine that, like, talk of, like, the cancer doctor or something. Must have been some good dick. Tim, no, we do not support radioactive murdering. Mary Jane do. And she had to know. Mm-hmm. She had to see signs. Oh, the signs had to have been there. Like They had to. It wasn't just she suddenly just got clapped. She probably was, like, doing chemo and shit and just, like, not knowing what it was until it was too late. And then, you know, he had to feel awful, like. Hey, wouldn't it be funny if right after they finished fucking, like five minutes later, Mm -hmm. Doc Ock was threw a car at it at the house, and Spider Man's senses started tingling, but her pussy senses started tingling because the kids was in there. Oh my god! Honestly, Spider Man, you know what's one thing I've always never understood about Spider Man? Spider Man is broke by choice. Do you know why? Why? The first thing he should have did when he got bit by the radioactive spider from freaking Oscorp was sue the shit out of them facts you had a radioactive animal outside of its containment area moving around around people they should have that was a law suit uncle ben wouldn't even be dead your ass wanted to go wrestling if you would have went to the fucking courtroom uncle ben would have been right up there with you like what "Mm -hmm. get him pete what get him pete Get him, Pete. Let that have been some. Let that have been a brother. So Spider Man has been written all wrong. He could have been rich. Could have hey. been easy rich, and still had your powers. Exactly. And it's four twenty right now. Shout out four twenty. Blaze it and praise it at yahoo.com. Hey. Hey. All right, I got a question here. Actually, before I go into this question, oops, sorry, Al. I got a rant. Something that really pissed me off this week. 
Moments. So, Tim Reds. I recently had to replace my car because of some fraud, so I've been having to update everything. Fraud? Like, yeah, it was like it was a small amount of fraud, but like I was like, nope, can't have that. So I was my card number's different, and so I was updating it with some places, and this is where I ran into a problem. Not even really a problem. I was just gonna let it go. I have a subscription to HP Instant Plus, so basically it's like six dollars a month. Is that porn? No. Oh, it's okay. for printers. You. Why are you printing degenerate. porn? I'm not printing porn. Those are called dugions. But um You have a dugion too? I wish I did, but no. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry, porn I was, printing. Pr- I was printing it, it's a subscription for printing. Basically what it does is my printer sends information to HP so that whenever I'm running low on ink, I automatically get sent refills and no extra charge. I will be sent refills every single time. That's dope. And it sends me and I figured I'm like, you know, given the fact of how much ink costs, I might as well do it because it's like just buying black and uh, colored ink and like the large cartridges that's gonna be like sixty dollars right there and i'm basically paying like 72 and that's just for one time in the year and i know i'm gonna need more ink than that so for me it's worth it but this is what happened i was just gonna let it go until i tried to print something i said there's a problem with your hp account so i log in and i try to look at it if you were part of the hp instant ink program you cannot print with the instant ink cartridges if you let that subscription go I'm like, so let me get this straight. Nuh-uh. A product that I have already paid for in both the printer and the cartridge, you are denying me usage to print from my phone with that. Uh, that's terrible. And I'm like, that is awful. I'm like, am I basically leasing my fucking ink? Is that's what's happening here? Yeah. And like, I already got it. What are you going to do? You're going to come back and repo it? I'll be like, good luck finding it in the trash, you jackass. So they would rather it just sit there since you already paid for it. Mm-hmm. Completely asinine. I'm like, everything is a fucking subscription. That is some Joe Shiesty icy right there. Bro, I hate it. I hate it here. I hate it here. I'm so sick of shit like I this. I would be so mad at that. <laughs> Bro, I was pissed that I had to renew it. I'm like, it was $6, but I'm like, I shouldn't have had to give it back. But that, that was my soapbox here for the day. But I... uh. I have a question here for you, my good man. He, he got a question. So I'm going to answer it too, but I want you to do it first. So oh, Lord. What uh-huh. is the worst sleepover you have ever had in your life from childhood even into adulthood? Easy, 100%. When I was sleeping at my cousin's house with Matthew. Mm-hmm. Shout, yeah. Actually, no, not shout out Matthew. I can't stand Matthew because every time I see that man, he looked different. <laughs> and he always pop up where you least he, expect it. He is always somewhere where I never expect. I don't ran into Matthew out of town. That's how wild it is. <laughs> like he, everywhere, everywhere. Oh, but uh, man, we ran into Matthew downtown once with his friend. His friend was cooked and bathed in Kush. It Ugh. was that strong, nasty one where you just get a headache. He was bathed in it. But we were at. I stayed the night at his house, and uh, the house in the basement was completely covered with clothes. Completely covered. It was very, it was just cluttered clothes everywhere. And, you know, we kids, so we just go in the room chilling. Well, his mom comes home. And now that I'm older, I realize his mom just had a really bad day wherever she was and took it out on us. Mm -hmm. But she came downstairs and started cussing us out. And Jeremy, don't think because your motherfucking ass don't live here. You can't do some motherfucking, like, I was like, I don't even live here. Going in, cussing us out to clean up. And then we had to go to Catholic Mass the next day. Bro, Catholic, oh growing up in a black church, Catholic Mass, I can't do it. 
Oh no, Catholic churches they they be doing too oh, much. Oh, the dryness. It's just so monotone and dry. But that's probably the worst sleepover I had when it's she cussed us smooth up, down, left, right. Cut. Who is playing this soft music right now? No, we we gonna pretend like you didn't just say that. Pretend if you want to. I know what I said. I stand by it. You stand by that? Mm-hmm. Terrible. But um, that's probably my worst sleepover. What's yours? So this is when I was living in Colorado, and this one sticks with me. Mm. I don't even remember the kid's name, but like, so me and my dad, we lived in Colorado. We stayed with my cousin Eddie at the time. We shout were out, out Eddie, with him. but no, not cousin no, Eddie. No, no, not shout out. To, oh, yeah, that one, yeah, not cousin Eddie. I don't like him. But his wife had just got out of jail at the time and had some people over, you know. And she got some food stamps for being out of jail. So, you know, when black people get a lot of food stamps, we having a cookout. We talking Rotel dip. Burgers, everything. That's so facts. this young boy shows up and another one. I think it was a this other kid that I would play with sometimes. His parents would come over. And so, like, we were just out in the back playing football and shit, right? And so this other kid, he's new. He has, he's like, oh, man, you guys seem really cool. Like, I'd love to have a sleepover with you guys. And I'm like, man, I c- couldn't have any sleepovers there because, you know, we're staying in somebody else's house. So I don't even have my own room to do this mm. or the space for it. But he's like, well, you guys can all come over to my house. He's like, yeah, I got games. Uh. We can watch TV. We can play basketball. Oh, so y'all had some shit to do. I'm going to get to that. Oh. So he convinces us there. We're like, you know what? I remember it was a girl that my – a lady that my dad was dating. It was her son. And so we're like, yeah, we'll go over to your house. You know, we'll, we'll. And I was like, can I, Dad? My dad's like, sure. You know, he gets to be kid-free. My dad was a single dad, you know, while I was growing up there. My mother passed away for those of y'all that didn't know that there. So R.I.P. He, he enjoyed his breaks when he got him there. But this was the worst sleepover I have ever had to deal with in my life. We get over this guy's house. He ain't got no games. He ain't got no game systems. And this is when I first learned what house poor is. They had stayed in a big house. It was a nice kind of modern big house. Like plain stuff, but like big, you know. Mm -hmm. But like their living room, there was nothing in it. At all. No vases, <laughs> no pictures, no couches. They had no decorations. So I'm kind of like, this is a little odd. Because I was like, this is your living room? Like, don't look like nobody living here. Right. We go in his room. The TV doesn't work. And so, like, you know, we're all just hanging out and everything there at that point. Like, the first night, we're just kind of sitting up. We're not really doing a lot of things. But he's like, oh, my, my game system's at my dad's house. And so we sitting there and everything. His mom makes us some noodles. You know, we teenage boys, we like, sure, noodles is fine for dinner and everything there. She goes to work the next day and she's like, I'll take y'all home when um, I come back home. Germ. What? So I've already said there's nothing in the house. There's no decorations, no His furniture. TV does not work. So no, no games, no entertainment. No games, no entertainment. All he had was a radio. Oh. We couldn't even go outside to play basketball because he didn't have a ball or a goal. <laughs> And literally his mama didn't leave any food there with us. Like there was two packs of noodles and there was three of us. And they didn't have a house phone. So I couldn't call my dad to come get me. And this is, this is the place where I, I've never lived. So like, I can't walk home. I don't know where the hell I'm at. I am pissed <laughs> like we are mad at this kid like at one point he said just while we wrestle we dog the shit out of this y'all, boy y'all, y'all. we hit him with the y'all meaners because this kid straight gaslighted us i was like don't you ever ask me to come over to your house again <laughs> he said y'all can come over we can play basketball he didn't have a ball or a goal nothing 
nothing, stunting for nothing. And I was like, this was awful. Hey, hey that mama dirty. She said, y'all been in math. Y'all know how to put break two-thirds. Bro, it was terrible. And I'm like, oh, my God, I just want to go home. I got so bored that at one point – the way I was playing, I was just turning a lamp on and off, Germ. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I was. You can't be bored. I was just sitting there on the couch with my arm on it, turning the lamp on and my off. Man, it's not so bored. I'm going to just raise the electric bill. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, you raising my blood pressure, I'm raising your electric bill. Hey, that's funny. Bro. <laughs> awful. He said, I got that. It wasn't no basketball or a goal. <laughs> hey, it that's was, funny. I, I was mad. And that, that was one of the worst sleepovers I have ever done. The only other time that has been worse than that was... I had a friend who I would stay over his house a lot, but his grandmother' house, they had roaches, but she had a pool. They lived out in Bel Air, so like we would How spend a lot of time outside, right? And you would think living in Bel Air wouldn't be like that, but right. then they moved downtown. And when I finally was done with it, because like we didn't go over his grandma's house that often, but when I was finally done with it, one morning, she because she would make chocolate chip pancakes a lot. I thought a chocolate chip fell off my fucking plate. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, and it I wasn't. I was like, nope. I, I told him, I'm like, I ain't coming over to your grandma's house again. What was it, Tim? It was a roach. On the pancake? In this, no, in this new house, it those roaches were aggressive. They'd just be on the wall staring at you. Oh, they didn't even run from the light, did they? They didn't run from the light at all. Oh, they had they, Downtown roaches is different, though. Mm-hmm. In the old house, they wasn't as bad. Like They would just kind of like move around like the pop and stuff like that, but like they wasn't doing nothing. I knew to rinse them off and everything, but- Nah. Dude, I am terrified of having roaches. Because if you have roaches in your house, mm-hmm. that means, like, those type of roaches. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know there were differences. I found a roach in my old house when I was in. Mm-hmm. But apparently those are, like, the ones that are just outdoors and get in your house all the time. Yep. Like, but, dude, if I see a roach, it's over. I'm stopping whatever I'm doing, and we are taking care of that situation. Oh, yeah. When we were at DreamCon, uh... Midwest, he woke up in his room and he's like, "What the fuck is on my wall?" There was a roach about as big as his thumb, up on the wall at the Hell Airbnb, no. and dude was like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." So I named him. He was Carl the Cockroach. Oh, heck no, bro! It was huge. He hey, sprayed it with so much rage. Speaking of Airbnbs, you see the house market for Airbnbs is crashing what do you because mean? so Airbnbs are now too expensive. They cost more than hotels do for to stay in them. It's because all the fees. Yeah, and so no one's buying them, and so those people who bought a house just to rent it out for Airbnbs aren't making money. And apparently, that's a huge thing in America. Well, yeah, lots and of people so, do it just for that. And so you know how the house market is trash for buying one, mm-hmm. but the Airbnbs are about to crash super hard. So it might help the housing market like get get back where it's level out. Yeah, but they're about to like crash, crash. So be on the lookout. If somebody out there trying to buy a home or thinking about it, go search some Airbnb houses because those prices dropping because those people can't afford to keep them anymore. Funny thing about that, you know, in the Airbnb we stayed at there, it was in uh, Austin, Texas. And I'm, I'm going to let you guess. So, again, gigantic roach, right? Mm-hmm. So how much do you want to bet the house we stayed in costs? It had a roach in it there. But, I mean, it was a nice house for the most how part. How many days y'all stay? We stayed three. So probably there's also one on the porch that was just as big. So it's probably one of the. So how much do I do I think you should pay? How much do you think that that house probably cost us? It was a like cost two, y'all for the Airbnb time y'all was there. Mm-hmm. Probably was, like well no no just in total the house. So it's a three bedroom house. Okay. It had two bathrooms. Uh-huh. It had a 
garage in the back that was uh-huh. also kind of a house. Uh-huh. It had a decent kitchen and everything. Okay. Like, it looked and nice. In Austin, Texas? Yeah, in Austin, Texas. Take uh, a wild guess at how much this house with a roach in it cost. Shoot. 130K? 130K? Yeah. $700,000 house there. What? Mm-hmm. Seven. And do you know this house was actually, technically it was two houses because of the garage, but would you believe that the house was probably no bigger than just my upstairs area upstairs? No, it was and not. And it cost more than three times the cost of my house? That's wild. The housing market was nuts there. There was a house across the street from us that was $1.7 million. And we weren't in the ghetto, but we weren't. It was a gentrified area, so there were like all these kind of somewhat run-down-looking houses, but then you would see a brand-new, like, modern-looking property uh-huh. that's going for over a million dollars. Dude, the house in Andover that... we used to go to was $1 million. It, yeah, it, cost, that's a it cost more than that house. That house was a mansion this, we were in. That house, the, the house that I'm telling you about, wasn't even, it was two houses again together, like, put in the same lot. That's crazy. Combined together, those houses were barely bigger than my house. And they cost 1.7 mil. And you know that that mansion we used to go to yeah. cost like 1.7 mil. Yeah. And Eight. that's <laughs> it's and, wild, Oh, man. my goodness. I ain't living in Texas. Bro, there's no way. I I don't want to move out of Kansas because of how cheap it is. Mm-hmm. It, it, I, if I moved out of Kansas, it'd go to a nice part of Oklahoma. Nice part Because of when I was in Oklahoma... My brother is from there. My oldest, oldest brother, Tony. And Tony, he asked Tony, me Tony. How, he asked me how much I paid for rent. And at the time, I was paying $1,000. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, let me take you to this part of Oklahoma. And it's this, like, big four-bedroom, three-level house. He's like, you can mortgage that house for $850. Yeah. Tim, I could have a mortgage for cheaper than I was paying rent. I mean, that's. And it was a big, nice house in a nice neighborhood. I'm going to let you in on something there, Playboy. That's actually very normal. Mortgage is always going to be cheaper or than rent. But compared like, to what I was paying, like my little dinky condo thing was 1000 This is a house house, like the size of your house house, mm-hmm. 850 a month. I know people who stay in houses in, that are uh, probably about half the size of my house, maybe. Maybe, yeah, about half the size of my house. And are paying more than I do in mortgage, in rent because we bought this house at the right time. That's crazy. And for those haters who about to come at Tim talking about, oh, you gonna be bragging about your house? Y'all wasn't there in the trenches when my boy wasn't living somewhere and he didn't know where he was gonna stay the next night. That's Y'all wasn't night. in the gym when he was lifting, so don't come out here trying to talk about it afterwards. If you didn't dance in the rain, don't try to come and enjoy the sunshine. Damn straight. And it, it really, it's it's not it's not a flex thing, but it's just it tells you how crazy the housing market is. It's like you know, I, I have a pretty good, decent sized house, and I'm using it for scale, there for reference. But it's just like there's houses out there that are proverbial shacks that cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like when Facts. we went to Colorado, there were houses that Facts. were literal shacks, and they cost. Four hundred thousand dollars. Like imagine you like, hey girl, I got this four hundred dollar house. You were trying to come home. You go to the house and it's just a shack ass house. Ain't no way I'm paying four hundred thousand dollars for a house that has siding falling off of it. No way. No way. That's insane. Absolutely. That's almost not. half a million dollars. Like I know cost of living is different in places, 
in different in different places, but half a million dollars is still half a fucking million. You know how many McChickens and McDoubles I can get with half a meal, bro? So many. Do you know how much diabetes that is? We can't be having that. We can't. We cannot. We cannot. I got one last little little rant here for us. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Disney, y'all got balls. Yeah, they do. Disney have you seen what they did? Nope. Let us know. Disney and Hulu are increasing their prices again twice in a year time frame. They just did it last October. So it hasn't even been a full calendar year and they are doing it again. And it is like a 20% increase in price. Dang. Like their subscriptions for like individual stuff. That's why you got to get the bundle. The bundle is what's worth it. But their individual stuff has gone up by like three, four dollars each. It's getting to that point where people are like, well, shit, let me go buy TV again. Exactly, like cable really is looking like the cheaper alternative at this point mm-hmm. because it's just like with Contour, you know, and like with Cox, because you know we got Cox around here, you can pretty much watch whatever you want on the go. You can record it, so like you don't necessarily need it unless it's just the TV shows that are like Netflix only and stuff like that. You don't need it. Like I'm considering cutting the cord on some of my subscriptions just because I don't use them as often. Like I let my Peacock Pe- Peacock subscription. Um, fall because I was like I don't really watch it last thing I watched on it like on that I actually really watched on it was the Super Bowl probably yeah I don't really see I watched the office for a little bit but then I got sidetracked with other stuff or like uh, what's the other one do you really even use Netflix anymore I mean I do still use Netflix there's a lot of shows on there that I do like but I will say the quality of Netflix shows is definitely dropping and but between the ones I like and what they're having, they're starting to gap them out more. But, like, for example, I rarely watch Netflix animes besides the big ones anymore. Like, all these little side ones that they do that are, like, one season or whatever, a lot of them nowadays are trash. Yeah, they're just garbage. And they don't plan on finishing anything. They don't want to finish the old ones that were good. I mean, they're just ending a lot of shows. Big Mouth is actually about to be – has been canceled here. It's got, I think, one or two more seasons, and it's done. And I'm honestly starting to fall off that train. Big Mouth has just gotten so out there now that I'm like, you know, it's past a level of uncomfortableness, you know, watching it now. It's just sometimes I'm like, do we have to make fun of that? Yeah, or like the fact that they're in middle school kills me. Exactly. And like like, like the episode where they go to the the sauna. This is the last episode of Big Mouth. That's the last episode I ever watched. Like, it's like this. It's like, yeah, you know, I was a little – horn dog in middle school but never that bad like good god or why would you illustrate it these kids are down bad they are down bad more than some adults that i know like if the goal it's like it's like they do in church that bothers me Mm -hmm. if the goal is to keep the child away from it why are you bragging about it and telling me all the stories about what it looks like and then at the end go but don't do that exactly what you showed me not one negative consequence not one so I I get that man. Uh, Netflix is falling off. I like HBO Max though. HBO Max, Max is consistent for me. Max 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 Max. Hey, Carly Quinn came back. Dude, I already watched the first episode of the first season. I watched the first episode too. I enjoyed it very much. I don't have HBO Max though. That's the only thing. Bro, what s- subscription services do you have? Crunchyroll. Got Crunchyroll? Yeah, I do have Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll. That's that's the only thing I need. Anime, bro. I don't watch real people TV. Honestly, I mainly I've considered can- canceling my country role, but I mainly keep it for my kid because they're starting to get into it. I let Adrian watch a lot of shows onto it. I've gotten That's big good. time into anime, so That's like good. right now they're watching Jujutsu Kaisen. So oh, shout out to them. That's that's a good one. Oh yes, it is. 
You got any? Uh, you got any other pressing ones no, you want to talk about I'm there, just, Germ? I'm just ready for I'm ready for school to get started, man. Next week is my they kids get there Tuesday. I'm just ready for it. Mm-hmm. Just, ugh, I, I just got to shift that mindset and shift that gear. I'm ready for a fantasy. I get yes. to hopefully meet new people because some of those people in the fantasy thing I don't even know. Exactly. Oh, you haven't met really any of them besides Jake. Yeah. So I'm like I'm super excited for that. I love meeting met new Ricky. people. Ricky! Ricky! Ricky, Ricky, the the bald one that looked yeah. like a Medea evil I, husband. I actually yelled at him that when we were in DreamCon. He was trying to find us at one point. I was like, Ricky! Ricky built like the the uh, the uh bad husband in a Medea movie. Bro, just. Like, that's what he looked you like. You can't trust dark-skinned bald men mm-hmm. in Tyler Perry that's, movies. Like, that's just a fact. Now, I will say Ricky is a very dedicated husband oh, yeah. and father. I've seen him He's in that. He's a good action. man. But he, he got that build where he could come in and just take a role like a Bandia man. In a Tyler Perry movie? Boy, don't trust him. he would kill it. Mm-hmm. He would kill it. I do have one thing that I want to close us out on here before we go. And closing, I promise it's closing, my final closing one. It goes into our friendship, Jerm. We've been friends for so long, so, so long. And I want to let the people know the kind of things that we would do and say to each other. So I made this post 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. about germ on facebook oh. and i tagged him in i'm like germ jeremy thomas you have the memory of a four-year-old with alzheimer's <laughs> you said that yes oh my and goodness i would probably be canceled for that one today <laughs> oh, oh my goodness me and me him and his other best friend were at the time we're talking on there and like me and her were cooking him on it at that point as well but um dang it I, now i need to find it because i'm forgetting the comment here but I had said that to him. Oh God, why is it why is it leaving my that brain? That was funny. <laughs> I no, like that one. There's another part to it there. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember it. I'm I'm really upset right now with myself because it was a good one. Let me see if it'll let me Damn it. Oh, nah, that's too much for me to remember. I'm one of those people if you didn't record it, it's gone. I say what come to my mind in the moment, so I'm no help to you in this situation. Keep 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 it going. I'm gonna find it. Uh, it was a comment that was made that I found to be shocking things I've heard though I can say one of the top five funniest things I've heard was when Ebba came to church with me for the first time Mm -hmm. and you know black church is louder so she was like why the fuck is he talking so loud I'm like Ebba you can't be cussing in church she's like well why the fuck not that was funny and then she didn't understand why the pastor was like and y'all think all that Jesus because y'all got Jesus in you you all that in the bag of chips and she leans over and goes where in the Bible does Jesus eat chips? <laughs> Why are we talking about chips? Ah, uh, I remember what it is now. Remember, remember. We were cooking him, and he was just like, I bite my thumb at both of you, and that's why I did that earlier. I was oh. like, remember when we used to say that? Because we... Where did we get that from? Shakespeare. It was in Romeo and Juliet. Oh, it's basically yeah. the Shakespearean way to say fuck you. It's like, I bite my thumb at you, I sir. I bite my thumb so at you, let's, So let's bring that back. We're going to start biting our thumb at people, and we will never explain what it means. I'm like, learn to drop. So if you don't listen to the show, you ain't going to know that I'm flipping you off in Shakespeare. Mm. Bitch. Right. My name is Just Jerm. My name is Suge White. Thank you for tuning in to another beautiful, bountiful, and delicious episode of Two Fat Ninjas. That's right. Thanks for joining us. Although we might, up gang songs, we, we, we might have to get rid of the fat part because, you know, anything promoting fat germ don't like oh my goodness goodbye and have a good (laughs) rest of y'all week we'll see you guys next week can't say nothing without having some shit to be said and